another episode of the Fly and the Wall Show. Man, I'm so happy you made it this far. I would never let fear hold me back ever again. And I got a special guest. This is about to be an amazing conversation. I got the legendary power move maker and shaker. This is about to be an amazing conversation, man. I swear I hear it all like a fly on the wall. But truly, I'm not small. I'm the flyest of all. And this a meeting ground for the blessing profound. The hottest talk show around. You better turn up your sound. Because if you want to be great, you got to learn from the greats. Analyze what they say and avoid their mistakes. If you got what it takes, just give me a call. I'm here to hear it all. It's the Fly on the Wall show. Bad, y'all boys. I'm back for another episode of the Fly on the Wall show. I got a special guest, man. One, two, three. Back for another episode of the Fly and the Wall Show. Man, I'm so happy you made it this far. I would never let fear hold me back ever again. And I got a special guest. This is about to be an amazing conversation. I got the legendary power move maker and shaker. This is about to be an amazing conversation, man. I swear I hear it all like a fly on the wall. But truly, I'm not small. I'm the flyest of all. And this a meeting ground for the blessing profound. The hottest talk show around. You better turn up your set. song that theme song shout out to my brother justin romello for that amazing song man it's another episode man i'm so blessed to be able to say that man i believe today is season two episode i want to say episode 12 man episode 12 i got my brother tay p man tay p is in the house my brother tay p is in the house man one of the most gifted storytellers and musical artists that i know he definitely has a story to tell, man. I cannot wait to get him on here so we can have an amazing conversation. Send me a request, my brother. Send me a request so we can get this started. <clears throat> let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. There it is. There it is. TP, I am a legend. It's about to be an amazing conversation. It's like right with my brother. What it is. How you doing, my brother? How you doing today? Same thing, different years, they say. How you feeling, man? I see the, I see the lock getting long. Crazy. Nah, I feel great, bro. I can't complain. Uh, 
life going life, but you just got to keep pushing. So it is what it is. Yeah. Hey, man, hey, man. got to keep pushing. Life going life. Got to keep pushing, my brother. Man, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me on episode, I believe, I believe it's episode oh, nah. 12 of season two of the Fly on the Wall show, my brother. It's about to be an amazing conversation. It's just long overdue. Oh, Absolutely, man. So for the people that don't know you, bro, what, who is Tay P? Uh, Tay P. Just a kid from the muck that never forgot where he came from, but still beat the odds. So, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Straight to the point. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So you say the muck. For the people that don't know yeah. what the muck is, what, what is the muck? It sounds like, it sounds like, ugh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, nah, man, the Muck is a Tri-City area for one of the cities, Pahokee, uh, Pahokee, Bugley, and South Bay. Um, for people that don't know, we have what they call the Muck Bowl. The Muck Bowl consists of the two rival high schools in the area, Pahokee High School, Glade Central High School. Uh, that's the home of the Pahokee, uh, Pahokee Blue Devils, Glade Central Raiders. Every year, they face off just something that's been going on for decades now, centuries now. So that's just, you know, our thing in our city. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty much... Uh, at this point, probably well renowned. So it's just a blessing to be able to say, uh, you know, you come from something like that, despite, you know, of course, the impact that your family has on the community. Absolutely. To be able to part of something like that is pretty dope. So I'm just absolutely, so absolutely the muck, man. Um, other than other than you, like, what's some what's some other familiar names that came from that area? If you could, uh, you got Anquan Bolden, of course. Ooh. Um. Oh my God, I'm folding right now. They're gonna hate me for this. But <laughs> just if you think about it, it's literally, literally, most of the people that are in in uh, uh, in the NFL, most yeah. of them came from the muck. So if you look up Hogan Bugley, you look up uh, uh, receivers that went to receivers or quarterbacks that went to Pahokee High or Glade Central High. Nine times out of ten, or pretty much any athlete, nine times out of ten, they went to the uh, to the NFL. You know what I'm saying? You got uh, Anquan Bolden. You got Brian Banks. He went to Iowa State. You got um, my, one of my classmates, Martavius Odoms. Uh, he went to uh, West Virginia. Um, you got, I mean, the list just goes on and on. Right now, uh, you got Travis Benjamin. He went to Glade Central. You got uh, Deontay Thompson. He went to Glade Central. Um, man, I'm telling you, there's so many great names. As Somebody says Antonio Holmes. Boom, Santonio San Holmes. I mean, come on, bro. Um, There's so many names, bro. It's like hard to keep up with, you know, everybody that did it, but it's so many names. It sounds like there's a lot of legendary people. Oh, easily. From the month, easily. Oh, this guy, Ricky Jackson, yeah. Easily a lot of legends uh, from that area. Man, it's, oh, man, I'm blessed to be speaking one of the one of the legends right now. Tapi, I am legend. Appreciate you, so, man. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, my brother. So why do you call yourself I am legend? Uh, everybody, I think everybody has to have a goal. Absolutely. Everybody has to have a goal. My goal is to leave my mark. If I don't leave my mark, then I didn't live up to my name. So my number one goal is to pretty much just live up to my name uh, and become a living legend, you know, before it's all said and done, uh, despite whatever life throws. So Absolutely, absolutely, man. So what is it exactly that you're trying to leave your mark in? Uh, education. What are you aiming? What what will you leave your mark in? I'm sorry, Ed we don't we don't try around here. We do. My Facts. Uh, education and music. Education and music. Uh, I wholeheartedly believe that I'm probably one of the most talented yet underrated individuals. Uh, doing this whole music thing. At the same time, I also want to again make sure I leave my mark in education. I think uh, it's needed. You know, we are needed. Uh, in that industry so whether it be in music education or in both the goal is to just leave that impact so that's what i'm working towards at this present moment absolutely absolutely we're gonna, we gonna talk about both things but let's let's start about education man what what inspired you to get into the education field uh man i was a prior to me probably two or three a uh, couple of years a year before i left to come to fau uh i was a mentor so to be able to even be a mentor and have that type of impact on somebody's life is uh, a huge blessing. Uh, it's different, man. Uh, it's a blessing to be able to do that in somebody's life. So if you could do that in one student, you obviously have the ability to do that in multiple. 
so whether it could start in the classroom, my goal is start in the classroom and then become a counselor. So it's just like starting out as a mentor just showing me, you know, the love I have for that. And for a while, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, but that's definitely something that's uh, in my uh, in my future. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So my uh, shout out to uh, Phenom. He said, um, he said, you know, black male teachers, black male teachers matter. And you, absolutely. And you that's mentioned my, something. That's my big brother, Alvin. Shout out to your big brother, Alvin, man. I see yeah. you tuning in. Shout out to everybody tuning in. I see Javon. I see some other people. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in wherever you wherever you. I don't know why they're showing up on my screen. That's crazy. It's all good, though. <laughs> <laughs> also, you said something about, you know, being, you know, mentorship. Mentorship is important. Who was that, a mentor in your life that you remember that changed your life? That impacted ooh. you? Um, Not to sound cliche or anything, but keep in mind, uh, Unfortunately, the area where I'm from, dads don't stick around. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. My dad stuck around. Uh, for me, that was a blessing. You know, what I'm saying to have that uh, male role model in my life. Uh, it was definitely a blessing. Um, we had two youth. We had two people that was over the youth ministry growing up. Uh, he used to be a minister. He's a pastor now, Pastor Carroll, and then um, Deacon Johnson. Uh, Deacon Kelvin Johnson, who's also an uncle to me, they're like just amazing guys, man. And of course, a lot of the people I met along the way, again, like Alvin, um, like I, along the way I met Alvin, that was prior to me even coming to FAU. But you know, just being able to uh, interact with him uh, the way I did, and then just a lot of the people I met once I did uh, make it to FAU. So this is this is again, man, it was a blessing, man. So I'm glad I had an opportunity to be a part of that. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking about FAU, man, and speaking about positive, you know, male influences, I definitely want to, you know, shout out to you, bro. I look at I look at you as a big brother, as a mentor in my life that definitely, definitely helped me keep my keep my head straight. You know, it was, it was a couple of times where I could have lost my way, could have got stranded and went down the wrong path so many different ways. If it wasn't for you, so many different times I would have went hungry. You know what I'm saying? So definitely want to give you roses and shout you out, bro. Like, if it wasn't for you, I don't know where I would be sometimes. So shout out to positive male influences, brother. I appreciate you, man. I, like, man, I just uh, think the way, even when we even when we speak on it, the way I tried to look at it was um, I just want to do, do, for some, do for somebody what I would want somebody to do for me. And then when I do have kids, I want to be, I want to ensure that my kids are blessed in that same manner. Absolutely. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, you never know how far that can go. You know Absolutely, saying? bro. It'll be a blessing in your life and everybody that you come in contact with. So that was always my goal. And I mean, again, at the end of the day, I saw you as a brother. So of course, I would have. I had no problem tapping into that, man. You definitely, uh, you definitely deserve that, bro. So no worries on that. Salute to you, bro. Absolutely, I'm a firm believer of what you do for others. God will have, God will make a way for you as well. Yeah, he will, bro. So absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So back to back to teaching a little bit. What's your what's your teaching style? Uh, I mean, I'm not that I'm not that much older than a lot of these kids. Yeah. You know? and so it's like my goal is to try and approach them. One, first of all, you do want to set the tone, but you also want to meet some of these kids where they are, most of them where they are. So it's like you can come in, set the tone, let them know where your mind is going to be in terms of how strict you're going to be, you know, what your expectations are. But at the same time, you got a meeting where they had a lot of these kids start to tap into music, gaming, all that different stuff. So if there's something that, if there's something that is, I guess, at the, at popular at the moment, try to use it and turn it into, use it as a teaching moment, as a teaching Absolutely. tool. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So whether that be music, whether that be, again, gaming, whatever's going on in the world, you got to be able to use that because that's what a lot of these kids are. Um, used to, absolutely. So if you make it fun, if you make it fun for them, nine times out of ten, you're doing something right. Absolutely. A lot of kids, a lot of kids appreciate that. So that was definitely big for me. I I I, I saw pre K for a year. I saw pre K for a year. I went to PE with these kids. Right. Play with them, tag this, that, and the third, and kids love that. So it's like interact with these kids. Like at the end of the day, no, you're not trying to be their friends, but you also got to be able to keep them inter keep them interacting. You got to meet them where they at. Meet them where they at. Is it? Yeah, absolutely, 
Absolutely. You got you to gotta tailor the message to the audience, no matter the age. That's it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And so let's get into the music for a little bit. Yeah. Right? So you're a lover of music. Are you? What type of music are you interested in? Are you just a hip-hop fan? Do you like gospel? Like, what type of music do you like? Oh, man, I grew up on gospel, so that's always going to be in my uh, That's always going to be in my arsenal. That's always going to be my go-to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, I'm a, I'm a I'm a product of black parents, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. You grew up in the church, you you know them uh, Sunday morning, Saturday morning cleaning sessions. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna have some uh, gospel or some uh, uh, neo soul or some R and B in the background. You know what I mean? Uh, as far as I'm, as far as me though, man, I, I try to tap into everything, whether that be gospel, R and B, uh, hip hop, and rap itself. Uh, some jazz here and there and then even some country music people don't realize the stories that are in uh, a lot of these uh, a lot of this country music is actually pretty funny man they tell the best stories entertaining, entertaining. right <laughs> so I, I sometimes I do tap into that uh, probably not like whole albums like I would uh, hip hop and rap or R&B but you know you got like these marquee songs that'll be like that hit that hit I need that so I always try to like be versatile in my thinking and in you know what I what I listen to. Yeah. Absolutely, 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 man. And so when it comes to your writing style, when it comes to music, how would you define your writing style? Like, what's your process like? Uh, it's 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 mixed again. Same thing, versatile. I tend to. So I wrote. I think my fir my first <laughs> my first song was "Try Me." Not orange percent sure how that happened, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but open book, open book. So that's that's that, that was that was probably the most vulnerable track I wrote. Yeah. So it's like you know speaking on suicide, speaking on family things, speaking on. Uh, you remember some of the lyrics from it? In the future. Uh, suicide thoughts running rapidly through my mind. People, they take advantage of the fact that I'm so kind, constantly wasting time, but that ain't even my M.O. People, they foolish, I guess, that I ain't get the memo, constantly shedding tears because I don't know what to do. People say they love you, but they sneak you like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I believe in God. He the master of it all. He the reason that I'm here, the reason that I stand tall. Watching my parents struggle was the worst I ever seen. They ain't even have enough to, they ain't even have enough to help a brother chase his dreams. But I ain't holding grudges because they did the best they could and they raised them up in jeans in the hood types like that. You know what I mean? So just speaking right. on, speak on per, uh, personal experiences or, again, you just storytell because that's all writing is. It's just poetry and emotion. You said, bro, you just said something really important, man. It's, it's you know, it's being personable. It's it's storytelling, right? And be, it's, it's being vulnerable. It's opening up you know, it's opening up another side of you that some people may not know about. You, the beginning, the beginning line that you said was suicidal thoughts, Thanks. right? And you know, as black men, as men in general, you know, we don't like to talk about our emotions. We don't like to talk about our feelings. We don't. Thanks. We Thanks. probably don't even know what a therapist. We don't. You know, I, I've never been to a therapist. Shit, right. I know like right. anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like suicidal thoughts, man. Like. How important is it, man, to like to have somebody to talk to to talk about things like that? Uh, it's important, man. Definitely, probably one of the most important things you could do for yourself. Yeah. Um, it, it, even if you're not doing it, even if you're not doing it for, even if you're not 100 open to it, yeah. it's probably one of the best things to do. Unfortunately, uh, I searched, <laughs> you know, because I definitely wanted to. Uh, Get definitely get involved in therapy, take opportunity for myself. Unfortunately, right. I haven't had luck at the moment. And at one point, I was just like, I'm gonna just stop searching for the time being. If it happened, cool. If it don't, I'll just continue to work on myself personally. So yeah. I tried not to like let it bother me too much, right? So, uh, would you say, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you No, nah, you good, you good. Yeah. So, would you say music is kind of like your therapy? Oh, easily. Man, oh, man. I can be having, I could probably be having the worst day, right. worst day, and I'll turn on some music, especially if, it, especially if it's a song I'm rocking with, then my whole mood just shifts into the craziest way, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has a vice. For me, gaming and music is a vice. Traveling to go spend time with my family is a vice. 
so like you yeah, like you said, music is definitely a form of therapy. Um, I think a lot of people should try it, man. Absolutely. <laughs> whatever kind of music you got, whatever, whatever you have, tap into that, man. Whatever you have a love for, that's literally a therapy. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. So definitely. So, Shout out to um, shout out to Alvin. He said, um, admitting you have problems does not, does not make you weak. Does not make That's you weak. You know, Javon, yeah. you know, Javon followed it back up and said it actually makes you a stronger person in the end. And um, I definitely, I definitely will agree, man. I think that um, writing, writing in general, you know, writing things down, it kind of, it's like a, it's like an escape from from the world. Like I, I, I say a lot that, you know, poetry saved my life. You know what I'm saying? Like if I couldn't write. Um, no, you know what I'm saying? It's some thoughts that, you know, we, we have in our heads and sometimes it's it's not the safest place to keep it in, but sometimes you don't have nobody to talk to. So writing down your thoughts, at least, you know, it's definitely a, a coping mechanism that I recommend for anybody that can't talk to anybody else professional. Write it down, you know, talk to yourself. It's okay to talk to yourself sometimes, man. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you said that. You, you said that. Uh you definitely said that, man. You definitely, definitely, hey, man. That's me <laughs> sometimes when I write music. Yeah. I definitely uh, sometimes tune out everything that's going on around me. And that can be either good or bad. Can't be. <laughs> that can be, be good or bad. Um, can't be. But most of the time it's good because it's good good product come, come about. So I'm not really, like, complaining about it. Um Hopefully, people understand. That's the goal is for them to understand. But yeah, you know, it's 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 it's, some, it's greatness that comes from it. So I'm not complaining. Absolutely, man. And you also mentioned that music is about storytelling. Mm -hmm. How do you when you when you write a song? What is it that you're trying to, you know, depict and tell your tell the art the, your audience when you write a song? Mm -hmm. All right. So first of all, let me go back. You said poetry saves your life. That's how I feel about music. Yeah, like I said, not just R and B and hip hop, yeah. but literally just like gospel, any yeah. of that stuff. Like a lot of people used to criticize Kirk Franklin, you know, for his style of music, and it's like I don't think people understand just how important, yeah, his style of music was. Don't get me wrong, I love me some uh, uh, foot stumping gospel music, but if you get somebody like Kirk Franklin that does revolution, that does melodies from heaven, that does yeah. stuff like that, you know, what I'm saying that type of stuff. You know, even if even if a, even if a person isn't full fledged Christian, if they hear that, it's like they feel it. They needed you know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like it, it doesn't have to be a specific way. Yeah. Um, I try to in, in terms of like my writing style, writing style, story storytelling style, it's really something that a good music video would go to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If a good, if I could find a good music video, somebody that can direct it and get what 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 I've said on wax if they can get it on video I've done my job you know what I'm saying and, and that's that's the goal going forward especially uh uh with us in 2021 I definitely want to ensure that um what I'm writing going forward I'm able to find somebody that's able to convey you know what I'm saying convey that on the screen and just make sure we have the people around to do it because I feel like it'll be a beautiful thing once, once it's taken care of. So Absolutely. So I know you mentioned, um, you know, music videos and everything like that. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, you know, you know, shout out to like, you know, the, the MTV videos and the VH1s right. and the 106 in parks and all right. that good stuff. How important do you think a, a music video is, is to tell your story as far as the song goes? Uh, as people, we sometimes can have a short attention span. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's it's good that people stream your music yeah. um, on whatever platform you have it on at that moment. But if they can see that, a lot of people look for a visual. Uh, most At this point in time, every mostly everything is shifting <laughs> in a techno technological direction. As it is every single year. Like, every year is something, well, at this rate, every six months is something new. Absolutely. That's uh, being pushed out by technology. Um, so I think that video should, I think that video should be in my opinion. The song can sound great. Yes. But that video has to be, in my opinion, probably five or ten times better. 
because if people like that video, they gonna go back and uh, they gonna go back and watch watch it multiple times. Right. Um, the fact that artists are now keep in mind some of the people that made the best music videos: Michael Jackson, Missy Elliott, Ludacris. Um, uh, even even Trick Daddy and Trina when they did um slip uh, Take It to the House. If you yeah. actually saw the music video for Take It to the House. That was a visual masterpiece in my mind for that area. Like, if you're from Florida and you know Miami, that was a masterpiece for that area. So it's like, if you can give these people what they know, or you can give them a visual show like Ludacris, Missy Elliott, Michael Jackson did, and, like, despite how people may feel, the baby, Cardi B, uh, Meg, how all If you even think about it, like, like all the last few, I feel like all the, like, the last few albums Beyonce been dropping have been visuals, right? Big facts. And that's yeah. the thing. And that's who and that's crazy how she started that. And it's like people are, you know what I'm saying, realizing that this lady dropped at the time I think at the time Lemonade was one of her albums wasn't even promoted like that. What's she just woke promoted? up in the middle of the night, dropped it. Boom. And it still went crazy. So Boom. imagine the the you never you don't see these people because they disappeared because they working on that. Yeah. The thought process and everything that goes into it even when she even when she did homecoming yeah you no know, it wasn't a music video but the production that, and visual, that yeah. went into that you know what i'm saying you you know her music but when you get into a live show and to see what she did with that to see what a kendrick lamar does with his live shows to see what a j cole does with his live show it's like people don't understand i'm I can get lost in the wormhole on YouTube and just music, 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 music. So, yeah. Absolutely. And speaking of, oh, thank you so much for the answer, by the way. Oh, man. of course. Thank yeah, you. for sure. Absolutely. And speaking about, like, live shows and performing, man, you also perform, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, man. Can you remember the first time you performed and how you felt? <laughs> oh, I don't Hold on. I got this on my laptop on my phone tripping. I don't know who's watching this. But uh, first time performing, man, it was definitely in the church, man. That's why I grew up. Uh, my first time performing, uh, oh, no, that wasn't it. Actually, back in, I mean, I was always there in church, so I was always involved. So I definitely performed there. But I guess you could say my most Come on, it's uh, high first memorable uh, performance. I wrote my first song as a freshman or a sophomore in high school. Uh, the name of the song was done with me and another uh, a classmate of mine. He was a singer, so he was singing the hook, and I was doing the verses. Um, name of the song was "Call Me Girl." Call me girl. And it was just like pretty much speaking out against you know domestic violence and stuff like that. Um, that song, I feel like if at the time I knew then what I know now, that would have probably turned this world upside down if we could have got it out there like that, but. It was a great opportunity, man. Somebody produced for us. We wrote our own lyrics. We performed at a school talent show, and people went crazy over that. You know oh, saying? shout out to hey, shout out to your mom, your mom in here, boy. Shout yeah, 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 mom, mom tapped in. Mom, yeah. hey, mom, you raised you raised the king, mom. Like <laughs> this man changed my life, man. He's oh, she remember. <laughs> so <man>. crazy, <laughs> mom. Who we had there? Pretty much my whole, pretty much my whole family was there. Mom, I think my mom, my mom was there for sure. My, I think my dad was there. Uh, my great grandmother was there. My grandmother was there. like people showed out, and it was man. I wish that song could have did something, man. It probably would have, yeah, man. But yeah, it was a good song. That was my that, that was fun. That was fun. Absolutely, man. Speaking about family, man, and having support at your at your shows, man. How how important is it to have that support, man, when you're performing, man? How, is that how important is that energy? Oh, that energy is everything. I saw sometimes. I wish I love Texas. Don't get me wrong. Love Texas. The hardest part about that though is if you don't, have, if your fan base isn't based in Texas, and it's hard for people to make it out to that show, it's probably one of the most complicated things in the world. So I low key kind of, uh, I low key kind of hate that part of it. Yeah. But when you got people in the crowd and they actually get involved, that means a lot. Um, for instance, I had an, I had a show where I did an open mic. For whatever reason, the sound was acting up. Right. Told the DJ, "Look, just kill the sound." Because at that that night, they had a live band in the yeah. power of live band. People will never understand the music was messing up or whatever. I told the DJ, "Look, kill it." The live band was behind me. 
I just kept going. They followed me, turned it into what it was. And it turned out better than what it would have been if I was doing the actual track. So me being the type of person I am, I rolled with that. And I was like, all right, we straight. Let's get it. So, yeah, that live band thing is something different, man. I love that. That, that whole the atmosphere you get from the live band while you perform your music is something different. Definitely different. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. So, um, you know, as far as being a, you know, being an artist, being an educator, man, is there anything that you felt like you had to overcome, you know, during this whole time in your life? Uh, I mean, again, like we touched on a little bit earlier, man, we don't, I think our community, we have this false perception of therapy. Right. Uh, of what a therapist is supposed to do. Unfortunately, we have a, because we so we, the things we've been through and we've overcome is like, well, I did that without a therapist. I yeah. should be good. Yeah, um, yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, people don't realize that how how serious depression, yeah. uh, suicidal thoughts. Uh, it's real. Depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, all that stuff is real. Overthinking is oh. real, and people don't get that. So overcoming that, and then on top of that. Uh, health issues that I clearly did not ask for <laughs> that popped up. Uh, and tried it, man. Listen, there's some things I've experienced, especially as far as like my health, not just personal experience, but health. I was just like, man, I don't think I'm ready to be done with this. And then I'm always like, why me? Why me? And then my parents are like, man, it just don't happen to you. Uh, try to be more positive than that. You look at it, what you overcome, you why not me? I mean, yeah. clearly I survived it. And well, my pastor reminded me one day, he was like, look, what you going through, I know men two or three times your age that probably wouldn't have survived that and probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have bounced back the way you did mm -hmm. and wouldn't have been as positive as you have been. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Fortunately enough for me, despite, you know, the obstacles and things that come up, I've been able to bounce back. Don't get me wrong. I have my moments. Well, Absolutely, just, like, you know, I'm venting, I'm complaining. I'm like, why is this happening? Why is that? Yeah. My mom will tell you, call everything. Most call my mom, call my dad. I'm like, bro, what is going on? And they try to remind me, like, look, it ain't gonna always be like that. Just keep yeah. pushing and keep doing your thing. And then, you know, every now and again, hearing that, um, you know, hearing people tell me how proud they are of me, how far I come, things of that nature, it really helps. I don't think people understand just how much of an impact that has. It's um, important, bro. It's important to be yeah, able to tell people that, that you love them, you're proud of them. Your words, you, people don't trust me, bro. I get it. Like, we yeah, have yeah. conversation oh, I, all the time. Trust me. I know you. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, you. It's important, bro. It's important, yeah. man. What, so, like, you know, first of all, I was going to say, God is so good, man. I'm so, I'm so glad to know that you are, you know, overcoming those health issues. Are you, do you, are you comfortable sharing what type of things you were dealing with when it comes to your? Uh, let me see. If I you're able to. 2007. What is this, 2021? Jesus. Let's not talk about my age. Relax, people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you look good, bro. You look good, man. You're oh, good about appreciate 25. It. Yeah, yeah. About 25. <laughs> I'll pull it off. Um, yeah, man. Um, That's right, mama. Words have power. 2007. 2007, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, which is a chronic illness uh, located in the intestines. Symptoms are inflammation in the intestines, abdominal pain, things of that nature. So I was diagnosed with that in 2007. Was doing okay for a while and then had my first major surgery from it in 2010 or 2011. I think I spent like almost two weeks in the hospital after that surgery uh, recovering from it. That was an emergency surgery because I performed the night before. And it was cold at night as well. So I'm, I guess between it being cold and, uh, yeah. you know, me doing what I was doing and, you know, I don't know, I guess the devil was hating on me that day and woke up. That was a hater, ain't it? That would be hate, Yeah, woke up the next morning, had to be rested to the hospital. Um, this, uh, the doctor that came in was like, yeah, we just going to go ahead and rush him in. Da, 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 da. Woke up. Yeah, enough for a good little minute. Um, but came home Christmas Day. Yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah, that was a blessing and for me. That was my that was the best present I could have ever got that year. You know, yeah. coming home on Christmas. Um yeah. I had my second flare up in like 2018, 2019. 
due to some stuff that took place. I had to have surgery, went to the hospital that I went to the hospital one night for something else. Found out I was at that at that point I was going through stage one kidney failure. Um and having again flare ups from the Crohn's. They sent me home doing okay, kept going to the doctors. They was like, all right. And then one day I got like super sick. The doctor was like, all right, cool. We just gonna have to go do another surgery. I guess at that time, more infection had crept in or whatever the case is. That probably just came from stress and some other stuff that was going on at the time. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, guess what? Came home on Christmas Day again. It's crazy. Something about Christmas. <laughs> something bro. about Christmas, you know what I'm saying? I didn't do it yet. Just boy, re- exactly. Just a, reminder how, just a reminder, man, how blessed, how blessed you are, man. Um, and then with that, and then so in between all of that happened, I got diagnosed with something called uh, ankylosis spondylitis. That is hold on, hold on, a, hold on, hold on. Say that one more time. That's, that's a big word. It is, ain't it? That, that's what I said when they told me. I was like, what you mean? <laughs> what I was like, that? <laughs> it's, uh, it's called ankylosis spondylitis. So basically, it's a form of uh, it's a form of uh, arthritis in your back. So basically, I got lower back problems or whatever the case is. Um, so currently on meds for that. So, and then I've had flare up from that too, where it's like most times I can't even walk. I remember one day, this is why I was at FAU. I woke up one morning, couldn't find myself, couldn't walk, barely could walk. So I got up and what I do? I got up. I had crutches at the time. I got up and I had, to, I had a prescription. I was about to go pick up, got up, took, got the crutches, went to walk to get the prescription filled. While I'm on the crutches, go get a bottle of water, take the uh, meds. Probably an hour later, take the crutches back in the room. Everybody like, man, I just seen you on crutches earlier. Well, I took the meds. I'm good for now. You know what I'm saying? Until they figured out uh, different stuff now where it's like probably take an uh, injection or something once a month or every other month and then go on about my business. Wow, man. Well, well, thank you for thank you for sharing your testimony. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the stuff that you were dealing with, bro. I didn't I didn't know any of this, man. So recently, you know, and you know, and that's and it's so important, you know, because you never know what somebody else is dealing with, right? Like you said, somebody you were just on crutches, and the next minute you were walking fine. You know, we never know what somebody is dealing with, whether it's mentally, physically, or emotionally, right? Mm-hmm. So it's always good to be to be kind to one another and treat people the way that's you a- want to be treated. But, you know, you know, as an educator and as an artist, you know, it's so important that, you know, not I'm not saying that it's good that you're dealing with these things or you're going. These were your experiences. But however, this is your testimony because there's somebody else out there that's dealing with the same things and sometimes even worse. So now your story is able to motivate them and inspire them. And now you're able now you're also able, able to educate them. Because right now you're educating me on what Chrome disease is and that other long word that you said, abracadabra. I don't know what you said. <laughs> that boy said abracadabra. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but now, did, you're able, bro. now you're able to educate people on that. Yeah, yeah for sure. How to deal with that, man. So, like, your your story, man. Your story is powerful, man. And you're, you're definitely strong, bro. And I, I commend you for keep going and, you know, and persevering and fighting. And I always tell you, man, you're strong. You're strong, bro. You're strong and you're here exactly. for a reason, bro. You're definitely here for a reason, bro. You're definitely here for a reason, man. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And, um, you know, Tapey, one of the questions that I like to ask, you know, all the guests that come on my show is um, is their definition of success. So, in your, you know, that success, it doesn't have to be monetary, right? It could be right. success mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, just being happy. In your own words, what's your definition of success? Oh, success. Um, I think well, probably it probably could be a couple of things. Uh, one, when you when you have successfully completed a goal, right? Uh, that you set. I think people don't realize success isn't success doesn't even have to be long term. Absolutely, it can be short term as well. Um, I personally, I personally, uh, my group of friends, not or our group of friends, you know, Spice, Javon, Katie. You know, we do. We try to set these goals every year. Uh, I didn't hit mine last year, thanks to COVID. Can't say what I want to say because my mom on here, but COVID. <laughs> um, so every year, man, just be trying to set goals and try to stick to it and achieve those uh, to the best of my ability. So I, I uh, success, 
with that being said, is just when you finally hit that goal that you set for yourself. Absolutely. Um, now, if you hit and surpass that, and again, it doesn't always have to be monetary, but if it just so happened that what you did leads to that money, <laughs> trust and believe I ain't doing no complaining. Um, I mean, I just, at the end of the day, I want to be able to get something. I want to be able to get some. I do want to be able to get something for my mom, get something for my dad, break my siblings off, and then just once I do have a family, make sure we set. So that's that's when it comes to success. That's what I uh, that's what I look at it as. Absolutely, man. That's a beautiful answer, man. Definitely, success is accomplishing your goals and you know being able to provide for yourself as well as for the ones that you love, especially your family. That's very that's a fact. Very 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 important, man. And so speaking of goals, man. What can we expect from Tay P in 2021 and and even beyond? So 2020, 2020, man, 2020 was an interesting year, especially the end of it. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, personally, anyway, the end of it was uh, interesting. So basically in 2021, you guys can expect the short film that was supposed to come out in 20, 2020, but due to some circumstances beyond my control, it never came out. Uh, Ooh, we going to be acting? But it will be nah nah. It's just a little documentary thing. Okay okay okay. I, I remember you telling me. Yeah. About it. So that'll come out in 2021. I don't have a, a exact date yet, but that's definitely coming in 2021. Uh, Crohn's Corona and music. Uh, so pretty much my journey with Crohn's, my love of music. I mean, uh, my journey with Crohn's how Crohn's possibly affected me during uh, Corona. And then, of course, my love of music and being able to continue that during COVID. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. So new music on the way. Oh, new music definitely on the way. Um currently working on getting, I'm planning on dropping an EP, planning on dropping the third installment. And this has been a long time coming, but the third installment of, Respect the Hustle is definitely coming out. So expect we're supposed to re expect Respect the Hustle Volume 3. That's definitely coming. Um, and then on top of that, oh, big news for me. Um, by, the, by the end of March, uh -huh. all of my music will be on all of the major streaming platforms. So I'm working on getting it on Apple Music, Spotify, and wherever else you may listen to music at, I'm gonna work on this. I'm gonna work on a title thing, if I could tap into it. That's a goal of mine too. But all my music from Respect the Host of Volume One, Respect the Host of Volume Two, uh, any any singles that I dropped that wasn't on a mixtape or EP are gonna come out uh, on all major platforms in 2021. Absolutely, and shout out to um. Shout out to, is that say Miss Lee? Hold on, is that my mama? No, I'm like, Shout out to Miss Lee. She said, you're awesome, Tate P. We love you. Hey, Shout that's my game. That's my gaming partner. Hey, <laughs> well, one of my gaming partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out to um, Alvin. Again, he said, you know, I would say you are, says Tate P. I've watched you grow up to be the man you are today. I'm a proud big bruh. Somebody else said, I'm so proud of you, brother. You know, the world is proud that's of you. That's my Tate sister, P. yeah. We all proud of you, man. We all love you, bro. And um, I definitely, you know, definitely respect the hustle, volume one oh, to infinity, my brother. Sure. You definitely are a hustler, man. And um, yeah, I know you said new music on the way. Are you able to spill or something, something for us? You know, you got a little anything memorized that you can share? I got, I, you got a little anything? I know, yeah, you know, I, I got, got something out of you early, me, but we can end it off with a little something, some bars, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean? definitely going to end up with some bars. So, people, respect the hustle, volume three. Don't know the name of the EP yet, but it's coming. And I got somebody dope working on the artwork, so I ain't worried about that. Ooh. Well, I got somebody dope in mind for it. Um, I'm definitely going to reach out to him before this week, uh, before uh, the week is out. Absolutely. Um, Stomping on the I devil. Think, All right, mama, I like bro, that. that. That was that was my first gospel song. And when I say that slap, I just love being. I love being versatile. Oh, let me see. People don't know you used to be a dancer too, <laughs> bro. I used to. <laughs> Damn, 
dance, tell everything. Everything, bro. You was a praise dancer too? Who? You was a praise dancer? Yeah, for a while, man. I did everything, bro. I, 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 <laughs> I did everything. I was in that. I'm telling you, if 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 people were able to tap it, if if we knew then what we know now in terms of social media, YouTube, all that different stuff, ain't no. I mean, it could still happen now, but I'm just saying, ain't no telling where we would be in this moment in terms of like me, my family, and the people I you know know where we would be if we actually would have tapped into that um, uh, at the moment. Hey, Mon, that was a while ago, Shawty. I don't know if I remember the words off the real. I, I, feel, like, I, feel, like, I feel like I heard that one before. You, you did. You did. That FAU, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. plenty of time. Yeah, um, let that. me see. Thumping on the devil. I think I know that, bro. <laughs> oh, man. She put me on the spot with that one. I owe you, know, you though. If you don't remember you. that one, bro, you could close it out with anything, bro. Uh, I guess you can't really cuss because you got the family on, though. Big facts. <laughs> uh, Just kidding, mom. She, I got she's you. Not do Let me that. see. You sending mixed signals. Guess it's time for me to cut the service. I guess it's time for me to cut the service. Wise words from a decent man, well-versed. I'm just trying to make it happen, even though it hurt. They don't want to see me win, but I swear it's church. The way I preach, I'm bringing it to the mess. These haters be talking records. I promise I can teach master classes. I'm just out of going hard, do it for the people. Guaranteed I'm knocking down all type of evil. I got God on my side, so I can't lose. And anytime I'm in the booth, I swear I'm in my groove. I'm just trying to make it happen, man, no capping. And anytime I'm in the booth, man, that's real rapping. If you step against the kid, I hope you come correct. This not a test. If you try me, boy, you might fail. I do my thing, and if you try me, send them boys to hell. I'm the type to make it happen. Never been to jail. But if you try me, I'll show you where I'm from. Born from the muck, that's why I've never been dumb. And if you disrespect me, you'll get my wild side. I mean, I'm not a wild boy, but you can... Man, come on, man. Something like for the people, something like for some the people. Something like, something like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I'm telling you, 2021 going to be, 2021 going to be a different type of year for, for, for me and the people around me. Uh, hey, shout out to you, bro. Oh, man. Season two. You. Season two of The Flowering Wall. I just want to say I'm proud of you, bro, having for you. you. Congratulations on tapping into this show, man, because... You never let no be the final answer. Thank you, you never let no be the final answer. And that's important. Thank you. That's Thank important. Um, so, hey, man, keep doing your thing. I Trust me, I see that the the movement is growing. I know you got your YouTube page up now. So Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Definitely that, looking forward to this being, uh, you know, syndicated at some point. So keep me posted, my boy. It Absolutely, definitely has man. that potential. So. Absolutely, you know, yeah. got, with God on my side, it's gonna be the biggest. Yeah, man, the, the biggest, biggest. <laughs> the biggest man. Yeah. Um, you said something important, man. That I don't let, I don't let no be the answer. And you know, it's funny that you say that because for a long time, bro, I used to let, I used to let people tell me, you know, I used to just fold on myself and quit on myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it came a point in my life where I had to, I had to say, like, Yo, Javier. You're better than that. You're more than just potential, right? You're the greatest, right? Sometimes you got to tell yourself you that you are the greatest, even if nobody around you tells you that you're the greatest, man. You got to tell you, you got to tell yourself that you're the greatest until you believe it, and then tell the world that you're the greatest until they believe you, right? And so that's something that I embedded in my head, bro. So yeah. I just want to tell you that you're the greatest, bro. And thank you for my roses. And I want to give you your roses. That's what this conversation was about, so the world could know who Tay P is, man. You are an amazing soul. I'm always, you know, do my best to shout you out, man, because you are an angel in my life. Many times where, you know, what I'm saying I'm always going, I'm always going to say it's public knowledge, bro. It's always, it's sometimes in my life I would have never had a meal to eat. You gave me one of my first jobs at FAU when I was jobless. You know what I'm saying? When I was sleeping on the floor, you gave me a bed. When I was hungry, you gave me food stamps. You know what I mean? Amen. Help me move, man. So for that. I will always be grateful, my brother. Always be grateful. Hey, man. Shout out to God. Shout out to my parents and the people that, you know, that was around me at the church, bro. Just, I got blessed with some amazing people, bro. And now, <laughs> I ain't perfect. Let's be clear. Yeah, nobody perfect. I got my moments. You know, I, I, growing up, people don't even realize growing up, I had one of the worst tempers in the world. And my Thank parents. You, my parents used to get on me about that all the time, but you know, at, at this point, I'm definitely grateful um, 
for what I was able to do in your life. And, man, hopefully um, I was able to touch other people like that, man. I'm not sure. Well, you going to continue. You, you were educated. You were artists. You yeah, exactly. You the masses, brother. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Absolutely, man. Shout out to shout, – thank you, Alvin. We are two black kings, man. So are you, man. You're a king as well. And I just want to say shout out to everybody that's been watching and tuning in, listening to the Tay P story. Legend, legend in the making, already the legend, you know what I'm saying? And brother, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today on this episode thank you for of the Show. It was my pleasure, bro. Is there anything else you want to say before we go, bro? Uh, man, again, yeah, man. Appreciate you too, man. Thank you for the opportunity to be able to, you know, interview with you. Absolutely, bro. Um, and I mean, don't sleep, people. <laughs> I'm on the way. <laughs> Pick them up, boy. Me. I'm on the way. Yeah. Hey, iceberg, boy, we gassed up. Indeed. Huh? <laughs> well, all right, my brother, man. Thank you so much. Bro. All right, my boy. You be easy, all right? For sure. All right, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you look at my, how you do it? But, oh, man, that was that was a very special conversation with my brother, Tay P. Man, that was a very well-needed conversation, man. I feel like we talked about it a lot. We talked about mental health, overcoming health in general, the power of, you know, positive male influences, and, you know, it goes on, man. What's what's next for him in 2021, man? If you're not following Tay P, make sure you check him out, man. His, you know, his, his new EP is coming out very soon. He doesn't have a title yet, man, but check him out. His All his songs will soon be on all streaming platforms, so check him out, check him out. And he didn't say it, but he got a book on the way. He ain't say it, but he got a book on the way. One of the best storytellers I know, man. So I just want to thank everybody. <laughs> I just want to thank everybody for tuning in, man, for another special, special episode of the Fly on the Wild show. And, man, shout out to Golden the Brand for this nice <laughs> luxury, silky soft <laughs> handmade beanie. And shout out to Food for Thought for this nice shirt, man. If you like what we're doing, man, click the link in my bio and support and support and support, man. I have the book, The Metamorphosis of Me. It's right here, my book of poetry, man. And, of course, we got the merchandise. If you like what we're doing, man, click the link in the bio. Support, man. We bring in all kind of amazing, amazing testimonies and stories on here from, from fashion to music to business to mindset to health. Everything, man. We tapping in. We connecting with the people, man. Flying the wall show. Food for thought. Peace.